Hello and welcome to Proposal Consensus Transmission, the only podcast with a name longer than how the next four years are going to feel. The idea is we each raise a point and then discuss it until we both agree. I'm Lucy Askew in Heathrow Dryden. This week we're doing a special episode about the 2016 presidential election. Do we have to? Yes. Really? I'm afraid so. Can't we talk about how ridiculous the new Toblerone is? It's pretty ridiculous, but no. What about the tweet that shows that NASA made Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin fill in customs paperwork after coming back from the moon? That's a bit surprising when they actually never went. They went to the moon, ask you. The moon landing was real. You're not tricking me into talking about the moon. We have to talk about the election. <sighs> Fine. There's only two days until the second round of the Moldovan presidential elections. It's the first time the country voted directly for their president since 1996, after in March this year it was ruled that electing the president indirectly through parliament is unconstitutional. The one thing that deeply hurts me about the result of the, this election is the fact that it shows how far women haven't come. I don't want to blame Hillary's result and the loss on her being a woman, because there are so many more factors and elements that have come into this. But we do have to accept that gender is an issue. Hillary is by far the more qualified person for the job. We all agree. I'm pretty sure Trump would even agree. She has been working in politics for over 40 years. She's worked as an attorney, a senator, a first lady, a professor of law, She's been the leader for healthcare reform, a secretary of state. There isn't much that she hasn't done. Whereas Trump has no political experience at all. He's obviously a successful businessman. No one can dispute that. No one can deny that. But I do not feel that people would have elected him over Hillary if Hillary were a man. I think the result would have been a landslide to Hillary. I think what might come into it is that for the last eight years America's had a president that represented hope and change. Barack Obama wasn't only a forward-thinking and charismatic candidate, but he represented the idea that the country belonged to everyone, despite its history of oppression and abrasive race relations. It would have been just as monumental to elect the first female president, just as Obama's president was a huge symbolic victory that said black lives are just as important as any other life. It would have been amazing to have sent the message to women and girls across America that they are capable of doing whatever they dream to do, that politics isn't just an old white man's game, and that their opinion matters and they can change history for the better. But Hillary didn't really represent the same idea of change that Obama did. Obama was relatively unknown before the 2008 election, whereas Clinton has been in the public eye since before me and you were born. And people have already made up their minds about her. She's absolutely more qualified than Trump, but she also represents the past and an establishment that a lot of Americans want nothing to do with. I get that, but this whole campaign just turned into choosing the lesser of two evils. Trump is a man who believes global warming is a hoax created by China. He's a man who, doesn't, who didn't believe that Barack Obama was American. A man who has declared bankruptcy not once, not twice, but four times. A man who bragged about sexual assault has, and has had sexual assault charges pending throughout his campaign. 
a man who said he'd date his own daughter if they weren't related. And apparently, that's not as bad as a woman who just doesn't understand how email servers work. I don't even understand how email servers work, do you? No, exactly. He described Hillary as a nasty woman, and people demean her for staying with her husband. All factors that have nothing to do with her job, her goals, her policies, but are connected to her gender. I'm sad that in 2016, a loud, angry, unprepared man has won over, quite frankly, an overqualified woman. I completely agree. I don't know how much of Trump's win was because some people didn't want a female president, but it definitely comes into the equation. All the things that you mentioned really speak to uh, Donald Trump's character as well. Throughout the campaign, we've seen evidence of his misogyny. There was the way he described Clinton as a nasty woman who doesn't have the stamina to be president. The tape of what he called locker room talk, but in reality was objectifying and boasting about groping women. His tweet about Alicia Machado, which literally said, check out the sex tape. The way that he talked about walking on pageant dressing rooms while young and even underage contestants were getting dressed. It's just ridiculous. What do you think this Trump presidency means for women? What does Trump's presidency mean for women? I think it means many things that right now are really hard for me to articulate. The fact that women voted for him shows how women are intimidated by powerful women and don't celebrate each other, each other enough. We as women would rather elect the man who cheated on his wife than the woman that's been cheated on. We hold Hillary accountable for Bill's infidelity, but don't care that Trump is already on his third wife. This shows that just by electing Trump, some women still prefer to be ruled by a man because, quite frankly, I don't think women believe in themselves enough. And that might be because we've never in this, been in this position before. We needed the message that electing a first female president would have sent. Now, what do we do? What do the next four years mean for women? I think it's a step back. I know many Trump supporters do believe in equal rights. I'm not saying every Trump supporter hates women. That's not the case at all. But by electing a man and his running partner, Mike Pence, oh, who himself doesn't agree that women should be in the military, who is strongly pro-life and believes that children with working mothers do not develop emotionally. By electing these men, it normalises their ideals. And in my opinion, because of this, women are going to have a very, very rough four years ahead. But you ask me, what does Trump's presidency mean for women? And I ask you, what does it mean for America? Because I'm scared. And I'm as equally scared for America as I am America's women. Yeah, definitely. Well, what I want to talk about something that's barely been mentioned in the campaign is policy, specifically climate change. First of all, Florida voted against its own interests by electing someone who doesn't believe in climate change. The state is probably at the most risk of being a victim of climate change. Miami Beach sits just a few feet above sea level and the ice caps are melting, meaning sea levels are rising. That is happening. Florida's gonna flood. It's not gonna be there anymore. Yet, over four and a half million people in Florida voted for Trump. Secondly, the person Trump put in charge of the transition for the Environmental Protection Agency, Myron Ebel, 
he's a well-known climate change denier. That's just the tip of the rapidly melting iceberg. As you said earlier, Donald Trump himself has said in the past that climate change was invented by the Chinese. He's since denied ever saying that, but there's a tweet. So this brings me on to my next point. He's a goddamn liar. For the majority of Obama's presidency, Trump challenged his country of origin, claiming the president to be from Kenya and therefore ineligible for the role. In September, he held a press conference slash hotel promotion where he admitted the president is in fact American. Wait, what do you mean by hotel promotion? <laughs> right, on the 16th of September, the Trump campaign announced there would be a major announcement at the new Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C., where he would take back the racist conspiracy theory that Obama wasn't born in America. Obviously, led to wall-to-wall -wall coverage on every media network. To the build-up of the event, I haven't even started yet. CNN and N MSNBC, a couple of other ones, I think, even watched as the Trump plane landed at the airport. When he finally got to the event, he promoted the new hotel that they were standing in. Nice And then he got some former soldiers to talk about how great he was. Even the Wi-Fi at the press event redirected to the Book of Room page of the hotel's website. After all that, he eventually said what everyone had gathered there to hear, but not before adding a huge, giant lie. Hillary Clinton and her campaign of 2008 started the birther controversy. I finished it. I finished it. You know what I mean. President Barack Obama was born in the United States, period. So Trump also lies about crucial policy. He said numerous times that his tax plan would cut taxes, which isn't true unless he was talking to very rich people. He also said that Clinton's plan would increase taxes, which again is only true if he was talking to the mega-rich. He uses outdated statistics, such as his claim that homicides are up 60% in Baltimore. Would have been accurate in 2015, but they've fallen sharply this year. It's a completely different story. He said on the campaign trail that Clinton wants an open border with the Middle East, a lie that's got absolutely no foundation in reality. It would take me forever to go through every single lie that's come out of Donald Trump's mouth, but instead I'll say this. Now that the election's over and Donald Trump prepares to enter office, it's more important than ever for everyone to be aware of what's happening in government and the government of other nations. To scrutinise everything you're told and everything that you see online. So when Trump is inaugurated in January, he'll be the first Republican president since 1928 that will also have a Republican Senate and House of Representatives. This means he will have more power than any Republican president in the past 88 years. Where Obama struggled to pass laws because he was battling a Republican um, Senate and House, Trump should be able to pass laws easily. 
Not only does he just have a Republican Senate and House, he also has a majority of governors and a Supreme Court pick. With this much support, it's most likely Trump will start erasing most of Obama's legacy, including attempting to repeal Obamacare, which the GOP has been trying to do since it was enacted. The Republicans have got the majority in both houses. The Democrats are still there, though. They haven't been completely wiped out. And there are many in Trump's party that think about it in the same way as we do. It might not be ideal, but it's not the end of the world. The last thing I think we need is a fatalistic mindset towards government because people are already disengaged from politics. The last numbers that I saw say that around 47% of eligible voters didn't even cast a ballot for president. If you're not happy with the way this election's gone, you have to become more engaged in politics and hold your representatives accountable for the policies you believe in. I think, is that everything we've got to say today? I think it is. There's more we can say. We could talk about this forever, but I'm done. I, I just want the rest of my Toblerone and to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go, let's try and leave this on a let's try and leave it on a positive, okay? Okay. It's been a long campaign, and it's been full of insult and abuse. Yes. America's more divided now than it's been in a very long time. It is. So, I think, because we've said some quite, we've said some negative things about President-elect Trump today, let's try yeah. and say one positive thing about him each. <laughs> okay. But if you don't agree with what we've said today, let us know in the comments. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I'm going to say, I quite like the thought that he might be the first president that will have a spray tanning booth in the White House. Okay. White House is now orange. <laughs> and I like that. Okay. My thing is, it turns out that he's a lot better at winning than we thought he was. We will have so much winning. <laughs> yeah. That's it for this yeah. week. I'm Joe Dryden. That was Lucy Askey. Please leave a comment. Tell us what you think and like and subscribe. Bye. Bye.